It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. All right, we'll get back to your revolution and what it looks like to you. We'll, we'll do that through all three hours. We'll just hang on. I'm not going to let this go because we really need to figure out our path in this country. And, in, and not just enough talk. Well, that's what a talk show is, but we have to get to the action items here. Uh, and we'll do that right now. Representative Warren Davidson joins me. I'm going to surprise you, Representative Davidson, by saying I'm not surprised even pre-COVID, at what has been going on at the National Personnel Records Center. Uh, You went there. You took a look at this issue, $15 million from Congress, uh, vaccination plan still operating at 25%, and this has been a shutdown since last March. It took a couple of years or a few years for me after my father died in 2004 to work through because they started sending me medals, sending my mother, or my mother actually, I guess, but sending us medals, for lack of a better term, he hadn't picked up, awards from Vietnam. At that point, I found out how badly run and executed the bureaucracy at the National Records Center was. And I mean, it's not a new problem. But what's happened now since COVID that's brought this to your attention? Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, lots of veterans have had experiences and their families, just like you and your family have had uh, frustrations. It's been an ongoing problem for them. I mean, this is a warehouse of records in in, um, St. Louis. It's six million square feet, four stories high with banker boxes full of records. So the way that you get these records, you go out and pull them. Now, there are lots of new modern records that are digitized. And they're doing okay turning some of the more recent veteran stuff around because it's digital. It facilitates people that can work from home. But if you get to go out and pull the records, which for the vast majority of our veterans, uh, that's what you have to do. And the use case for a lot of them are older veterans. Uh, Their records are out there. Uh, That's been a a building problem during the year since they shut down. And so ultimately, this has made its way to Congress. And in the fall, Congress talked to them. They said, okay, well, we'll go to two shifts at 25% per shift. Well, obviously, you don't have to be a math major to say not only are you not going to keep up with the backlog, uh, the backlog is going to grow because you're less than 100%. Um, so at the end of the year, Congress funded them with $15 million of additional uh, you know, appropriations. And and since then, the problems continue to grow. So we're like, what, what are you guys missing here? We, there's no partisan here. Everyone agrees. Like you said, you needed resources. Here's resources. Uh, so we scheduled the visit, and then they committed to get everyone vaccinated. When you get there, the plan, they don't even have a plan after everyone's vaccinated to get 100% of the workforce back in. And you can't even clear the backlog unless you have some number greater than 100% back in. So their plan is to do this digitization process that from the point they get 100% back at work, it'll be 18 to 24 months to clear the backlog. So you're talking, let's say everybody goes back to work in May at 100%, two years from May, you know, 2023 uh, could be when you could get your records if you file one now. This is, a, this is a completely unacceptable approach. And thankfully in Congress, we agree. So the question now is, can we get the administration to take the executive action necessary uh, to change course here. 
Well, let's talk about the actions necessary. And I want to draw this line from where what you've just laid out to the various ways this affects the veteran. And there's a VA component to this. Obviously, the personal component, records, not just the the honors, but health care, homelessness, a growing issue in some sectors of the veterans population. Uh, And what you say the administration, but in fact, this is a bureaucratic nightmare. And digitization is a process that began in about 2000 uh, with some of the federal agencies. There's issues with procurement technology. I dealt with it in 2000 within the Census Bureau and other bureaus. So I saw this. They had to convert to even modernize. So this thing's been going on a long time. But the day-to-day effect, what does it do for that to that veteran, certainly not doing something for him, who needs clarity to get a appellate decision on health care, a change in disability rating? What does this do? Well, let's go. One of the things we don't have a measure on is early on when the vaccines were first available, they were made available to veterans. Uh, and effectively, lots of veterans couldn't even get in line in that system. They had to wait without the benefit of the veteran benefit if they needed to get records pulled. Uh, so uh, on disability claims, they did say that the, the, there's a path now to go ahead and start with the VA, and um, and the VA is accepting the disability claims, and it's not clear that they're going to do that on every every case. But you talk like death benefits, for example. Death benefits... I saw when I was there last Monday, so a week ago, um, a veteran's record, World War II vet, had died in January. And this is this is something needs to be turned on in a day or two for a funeral, right? This was a January request, and the record was just being pulled last Monday. So, you know, that's completely unacceptable. So if there's a, a burial benefit that needs to be paid out, obviously that's uh, something the family had to deal with without the benefit. And then the, the veterans presumably buried without military honors, uh, without this record. You talk to even the whole range of benefits, um, you know, interest rates are at record lows. If people want to do, you know, VA home loans now or refinancing, uh, getting those records pulled is, is vital. So there are all sorts of benefits our veterans have earned. And this record center is a key part of how America keeps our promises to our veterans. So failure is not an option there. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a it matters to those families. Look, it took ten years to clear up everything. Ten years from two thousand four to two thousand fourteen, and it, luckily not in a position where it was a you know absolute necessary item when it came to the death benefit, the determination of disability. But it you know for those who either can't bear the cost or you know get it through, it may affect their daily life. So. Look, I get it. There's a letter signed, uh, 184 signatures headed to the Biden administration. But I, you know, my question is to the bureaucrats. The administration can order this in the sense of, you know, going to the agency and saying, get back up and working. But do you really expect them to do that? I mean, they're, 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 well, let, let me put this in this context for you, uh, Warren. We've talked enough times. Sometimes I'll call you Warren. Sometimes Representative Davidson or uh, Congressman. Warren's good. 
Let's look at this from this point of view. The the national narrative by the Biden administration is mass, double mass, triple mass, whatever mass, wrap it up, lock it down and do anything. So this letter goes to the Biden administration. If they go to an agency and say you're going to do this, it's going to counter everything from the school groups, the union groups, the American, uh, not American, the uh, federal government employees, AFGE, every other one out there that they're literally coordinating with in some way to keep this this COVID pandemic shutdown going. I don't expect them to go to an agency and say you're vaccinated, get back 100 percent. Maybe I'm just being too skeptical. Well, you're right to be skeptical. I mean, Congress is at that level uh, now and there's no plan to reopen Congress or resume any kind of normal operation there. Uh, And I keep saying to colleagues, look, if we can't get Congress open, we can't get our own house in order. How are we going to get America open? If we should, you know, take care, you know, lead by example, get our own house in order. And, uh, and and we're not doing that. But look, thankfully, grocery stores found a way to operate. Hospitals, the VA uh, emergency rooms operated. Uh, so look, there there is a way. And look, we mobilized National Guard for all sorts of things. Um, and this is a, this is to me merits mobilizing National Guard troops to clear the backlog. Uh, this it should be the highest priority for our country <clears throat> is to keep our promises. Uh, especially to our veterans. And, you know, the idea that we're going to wait two or more years to to clear this backlog uh, is something that, thankfully, it doesn't break on party lines. People find that completely unacceptable. And you're right. The status quo before wasn't great. The the backlog was 56,000 records, which is about two and a half weeks. And the standard was 10 days. So they but that was the best they had had in a decade. So, you know, they've, they've had systemic issues. Their right to prioritize digitization, um, but it, uh, to your point, two decades long to get this mission accomplished. Uh, there needs a, a, a different sort of sense of urgency there, and it should be a priority for any administration to get that in order. Well, we will uh, keep a very close eye on this. The next three days I'm spending in meetings with my veterans company, and this is one of the issues uh, that's on the table. I'll let you know what we come up with on our end, and hopefully you can keep pushing on your end. Warren, always a pleasure. You fight the good fight, my friend. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Our Representative Warren Davidson from Ohio's 8th District. All right, what's your revolution look like, Bill in New Jersey? Go for it. Hello. There you go, Bill. It's all you. Hey, how you doing today, David? Hey, my revolution would be if we could get enough of these uh, conservative Democrats to flip 10 or 20 of them over to the Republican Party and then get rid of the rhinos in the Republican Party, let them flip over to Democrats, we would finally get somewhere where we can actually start fixing this country. There's enough of them there. They're afraid. They're afraid to move. And the truth is, is if they did, they would be protected and it would be safe. And we need them to flip. You know, what do you think of that? Look, it's all part of it. This is all part of what needs to happen, which is why I said you, you, the people out there, we, me included, uh, have to figure out what we can do. It can be local and small. It can be national and big and everywhere in between. I can't define it every which way. The political system is a problem, Bill, as we know, and it needs to be fixed. 
You know, we, we yeah, need a right. working political system, a working political party. We need an establishment that works, not an establishment that doesn't work for the people or to do its job, like Congressman Davidson said. You know, if Congress can't get its house in order, well, if they can't make it work there, then how the hell are they going to get the rest of the country up and open? But yet they have the ability to suppress it so that Congress, the elected officials, and all of this doesn't work for us. Well, definitely worked with Van Drew flipping and... Him and my wife were putting a bill together to get formula for people, for kids that were over six months old from the health care companies. And his party shut that down when he was with the Democrats. But uh, look, look at him. You know, he was always working with us, even though he knew we were Republicans. Well, right now, there's a lot of guys like him in the Democratic Party and women that really do need to just leave that party because they are too radical and they can make the difference that could change this country it could and i hope it does bill i I really hope it does thanks for that all right let's wrap this up we'll uh, come back and get more into this and the economics of this in the second hour speaking of economics your home economics when it comes to car and home insurance don't you deserve a little better I put my policy to the test, and I tried Gabby. They literally stand for Get a Better Insurance, and getting it better means better price for the same coverage. You take your policy, compare it to others. Gabby does that for you for free. They don't sell your info. doesn't cost you anything. You get started in minutes, and you'll see the quotes for the same exact coverage you currently have free to use again they never sell your info and their customers save 960 dollars per year on average so do it do what i did get a better insurance quote with gabby totally free there's no obligation go to gabby.com web that's g-a-b-i.com web gabby.com web Join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.